trick in the PR book to get front page stories about how WizKid Wister, as Heller was also known, had polygamously married Maisie Spread, Toot Switch, and Dolores Pubiano de Corpula. Madison had used a phony double of Heller Wister to get news and had even arranged press photographs depicting Maisie and her swollen belly as the final proof of Heller's immoral sexual behavior. I even had the law firm of Dingling, Chase, and Ambo pursuing Heller with false lawsuits and arrest warrants for paternity, adultery, desertion, and bigamy to get him locked away in Bellevue Hospital. I had also gotten an injunction order and commitment papers on the Countess Crack. Somehow, Crack and Heller had to be destroyed. Thanks to the audio optical bugs I had implanted in Heller's and Crack's skulls, I knew everything they saw and heard. The Countess Crack had purchased the yacht The Golden Sunset with my squeezer credit card. She'd sailed it into the Atlantic and then left Heller on it as a virtual prisoner under Captain Bit's watchful eye. And then she had set out on the trail of Maisie Spread, Tootswitch, and Dolores Bibiano di Copula, the three women who were accusing Heller of polygamy. The Countess intended to make them confess that they had never, ever met Heller, let alone slept with him. I had to stop her! I instantly alerted Dingling, Chase, and Ambo, and told them that the girls were in great danger. They promised to put man-killers around the girls' apartment with orders to shoot on sight. I turned on my viewers. There were the Countess Crack and Bang Bang in a van, following the girls to a disco. When they left with five young men, she and Bang Bang trailed them to their Bronx apartment. The van slowed almost to a stop and then sped away. I could hear Bang Bang's voice. Miss Joy, I think someone set us up. I counted four security men as we went by that apartment house, all armed with riot guns. We was expected. I better take you back to the hotel. Oh, it was a pity that Bang Bang had spotted the armed guards, or there would have been one less countess to worry about. I listened to see what her next move would be. Bang Bang, is there a police station near here? Oh, look. But oh, Jesus Christ, man. I beg your pardon. You'll bring cops in and they'll never sure. They won't never go up against security police like those. They look tough. Go to the police station. Uh, I don't like this, Miss Joy. Usually a proud type like me doesn't descend to hobnobbing with low-life cops. Hmm. This directory says there's a division of the police vice squad at 435 Grassy Meadows Lane. Drive us there. All right, Miss Joy, but mark my words. Rubbing elbows with the police is just one step lower than mucking with the army. They pulled in front of the police station. The Countess Crack had a small patch in her hand. It said, eyes and ears of Voltar. When the patch is placed on the subject, the subject will follow. Now, Bang Bang, you walk in there and look around and find a policewoman. Put this patch on her and come back here. She'll chase you. Hey, no. We used to do this when we were kids and we always got caught. I ain't throwing no rocks at any cops just to get chased. <laughs> 
Now, bang, bang, she will have no Patiently, the Countess Crack started to explain it to him in more detail. I didn't wait. Here was a new opportunity. I snatched up the phone and called the Metropolitan Vice Squad. Yes, hello. Uh, there's an extraterrestrial fiend right outside your station. She's sending a demon in to grab and rape one of your policewomen. No, 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 no. This isn't a crank call. Well, don't hang up. Fine. It was no use. I had to sit there helplessly and watch as Bang Bang lured a tall, athletic brunette policewoman into the waiting arms of the Countess Crack. Gas! The Countess was gassing her! Oh, this was apparatus work indeed. The policewoman lay there, out cold. Swiftly, the Countess stripped off the victim's uniform. She laid the woman out in the back of the van. She tied her hands and feet with a cord. The Countess was taking off her own clothing. What horror was I about to witness? What perversion? Was the Countess a lesbian? I had never suspected that. There were no lesbians in the Confederacy. If anything like that were detected, those involved would have been executed. The Countess was not touching the woman. She was simply putting on the woman's clothing. She even threw a blanket over the officer. What a waste. If that had been me, I would have raped the victim just to go by the textbook. <laughs> what in the name of the gods was the Countess Crack up to? We're here, Miss Joy. Be careful. Countess Crack walked straight up to the two security guards in front of the apartment building and flashed a badge. Officer Maud Trick, Metropolitan Vice Squad. Those three reportedly left the disco with their lover boys before they paid for their pot. I gotta interrogate. Suddenly, I got her plan. I grabbed the phone. Dingling Chase and Ambo, if you want to sue somebody for slipping on their sidewalk or other vital actions, state details in your address when you hear the tone. They were closed for the night. How could I phone the security men? Frantically, I demanded directory service while I watched the Countess crack lie her way into the girl's apartment. Your man down at the door verified me. Step in and call him if you don't believe it. Directory service gave me the number I needed. If only I could get the phone to ring before the guard made his call, I would be victorious. And the Countess Crack, dead. The guard made his way carefully through the living room. The floor was carpeted with writhing, entwined bodies. The three women, Maisie Spread, Toot Switch, and Dolores Pibiano de Copula, were entertaining five gentlemen callers. I was in time. I could hear the phone ringing in the apartment. The security guard inside picked up the phone. This is a fed. For God's sakes, that policewoman is... Countess Crack had used Blue Flash, a Voltarian device that causes unconsciousness. Who is this? Who is this? I can hear you breathing. I went into total shock. I was in direct communication with the Countess Crack. 
Oh, God, my blood pressure went out of my head and splattered on the ceiling. I was suddenly terrified that I might start babbling. A brilliant idea hit me. I should hang up. I sank back, staring at the viewer with glazed eyes. She had almost had me. Then I noticed something absolutely horrible. She had drawn on a pair of Zanko surgical gloves. Was she going to cut them into pieces? My goodness, these primitives certainly get tangled up on the subject of sex. The Countess grabbed a pair of ankles and dragged a man out and propped him up against a wall. She repeated the process until she had all the bodies sorted out. She reached out to get a chair. There was something on it, and she started to toss it aside, but then she looked at it again. It was a peculiarly shaped pillow with straps on it. She whipped her gaze over to Maisie's spread. Why, you tramp. You weren't even pregnant. Hmm. We'll soon find out who put you up to this. She reached into the case she carried. She was pulling something out. The hypno-helmet! Oh, gods, I was done for, for sure! What did these girls know? The Countess Crack plopped the helmet onto the head of one of the younger men first. You will recall nothing of having seen or heard a policewoman this evening. You will forget everything connected to my visit. You will not awake until I snap my fingers three times. Crack lifted the helmet off the young man's head and put it on the next one. She said exactly the same thing. She kept this up until she had completed all five of the young men. Then the Countess put the helmet securely upon the black-haired head of Dolores.